Hello and welcome to the Daily Booktopian for Tuesday, May 12. I'm Mark Harding, Content and Brand Manager for Booktopia, and this is a podcast about reading in the time of isolation and social distancing. Joining me today are Head of Trade, Book, Trade Books, Joe Lewin. Hi, Joe. Hi, Mark. And we're also joined by Fiction Category Manager, Ben Hunter. Hello, Ben. Hey, Mark. How you going? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, happy, to, happy to be back in the saddle. Uh, so, Ben, what have you brought today? Well, I've spent uh, last week kind of uh, um, in a bit of a daze with Otessa Moshfei. Um, my year of re- uh, rest and relaxation is just a really beguiling novel um, about a, a, a female character who has made a conscious choice to obliterate herself with sleeping pills and, and associated drugs and, and go on a kind of year of hibernation. It's her one goal in this novel, this protagonist, is to just let life pass herself by. And it's a, it's a strange novel to be reading during isolation. Um, Joe, you read this one um, uh, like um, maybe a year ago, right? Uh, yeah. what, what were your thoughts on this book? I found it like, as a person who usually and at the time has a very busy life, it was kind of like wish fulfillment, even though <laughs> <laughs> even though it's kind of disgusting to like just drug yourself into a stupor and sleep for a year, it sounded like it would be quite relaxing. Did you find it perversely funny? Yes, totally, totally. Good. And I, I found yeah. it perversely like, logical that someone would want to do that even though it's like the most illogical thing in the world to do it kind of made sense to me that 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 would be quite a nice thing to do and just take a break from the world um it's a, and it's kind of it must a, be really fascinating reading it now because we are all kind of taking a break from the world yeah yeah it's it's a strange thing to be reading now but i think everything feels a bit strange reading at the moment um, and maybe that's a good thing. Um, things I'm finding um, really cool and weird about this book is um, you've got, I mean, we usually read um, uh, self-centred um, and opinionated and, and um, self-destructive characters um, as male. And, and this, is a, this is a beautiful, glamorous um, woman well who would we a woman we would perceive as beautiful and glamorous someone who is thin and blonde and lives in a um a swanky apartment in new york and has an arts degree and has um more money than she needs um who is just awash in like doritos and like dollar coffees and cigarettes and pills 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 um just kind of destroying her life and and just uh happily doing so um it's kind of a, a kind of revulsion against the kind of capitalist mindset but also I, I i almost feel like it's a it's a revulsion against the idea of who who we expect that kind of i don't know um like almost like beatnik jack kerouac like or uh that kind of uh, artistic freedom, drug-taking character to be. 
Um, mm. There's so much cool stuff going on, and I'm just kind of drowning myself in this novel slowly. It's it's not a long read. I've just been drowning myself in it. Yeah, it's a really it's a really fascinating one. I really think it it kind of talks to that whole, um, you know, life that we're all living around. You know, being on social media all the time and people being able to see what you're doing and and you kind of feel like if you're not working and traveling and socializing and putting all of that online, then are you really living? And she makes the decision to do none of those things even though she is, as you say, like very glamorous and rich and has everything, um, she just decides to absent herself from that world altogether. Yeah, and, 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 it's, and it's, it's purposefully set um, in New York um, in the year 2000, so before um, the terrorist attacks on mm. the Twin Towers. Um, it's, it's kind of moving against this idea of like, uh, super optimism across kind of middle-class American society where everyone just seemed to feel invincible until they all suddenly weren't. And mm. and this character who is is just so wrong in so many ways is actually on the right path in this one strange way. Um, and and it's, it's outside that kind of, um, yeah, perverse um, obsession with self-broadcasting where, you know, you, if you're a beautiful, glamorous, um, rich woman, you don't exist unless you're, you know, broadcasting yourself online. Thanks, Ben. That sounds like an amazing book. Um, and a lot of people have been singing its praises. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to reading that as well at some point. Uh, Joe, what about you? Have you been reading anything this week? Um, my uh, to-be-read pile sort of dried up a little bit this week. And so I... Um, I've taken the opportunity to dip back into the should have read ages ago pile. Um, yeah. And uh, and I've been reading uh, My Antonia by Willa Cather, which is um, a beautiful, a really beautiful book to be reading in times like these because it's, um, it's about a time and a place and uh, hardships that are so... Um, so far removed from everything that we're going going through now that um, it's it's a it's a fantastic escapism I think to read something like that. Um, so Willa Willa Cather or Willa Cather I don't know how you say her name. Um, she was a 19th century uh, born in the 19th century. Wrote um, these novels about um, American pioneers in the early 20th century, um, and. Uh, they're just fascinating uh, portraits of people coming from Eastern Europe, um, settling kind of the wild lands of the of the US, um, and all of the the troubles that they that they saw, and all of the challenges that they saw, and the dire poverty and social issues and family issues that um, that these people would have gone through. It's really, uh, really fascinating stuff. Mm. I, I love those kinds of um, stories that focus on the uh, trauma of American history in, in all of its different facets. And um, 
you know, we, we spend a lot of time trying to understand America and how America is the way it is um, to our Australian little beady eyes. And um, I always say, you know, go, go and read those classic books, you know, or even just mm. like Steinbeck and you'll get a yeah. glimpse of how, how, how this nation came to be. Mm. Yeah. And it's, I mean, they're not, it's not a million miles off um, some of the experiences of um, people coming to Australia as well, you know, coming and um, coming to a different country where, you know, they can't grow the same crops. They can't live in the same way. The climate is so completely different. And, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's not a dissimilar story to a lot of uh, settlers in Australia at a similar time frame. Um, mm. They do, you know, unfortunately these books gloss over the, um, the Native American experience. Um, they do gloss over the, um, the Black American experience as well because um, African Americans are depicted in these books and their, their experiences are really kind of, uh, they're not examined. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think in context of when the books were written, it's really still a very interesting um, portrait of a, of a time and place and a community. Great. Thank you so much for sharing that, Joe. Um, I think we've had some awesome recommendations today. Well, what's bringing you guys joy in isolation at the moment? Uh, ben, what about you? I've been really excited to talk about this. Um, this is a, a, a weird, well, it's a weird confluence mark of, of a number of things I've been reading and loving from my kind of favourite Australian authors. Um, so we're spending a lot of time talking about Laura Jean McKay's uh, novel, The Animals in That Country, which is this bizarre novel about um, a epidemic flu called zoo flu which causes a, 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 the main character in the story to hear and perceive the language of animals. And it ends up with this woman going on a road trip, leaving, a, leaving an animal sanctuary in the far north of the country to go on a road trip with a dingo named Sue. Um, and it's awesome. Uh, go and read that novel, um, The Animals in That Country. Um, at the same time as reading this novel, um, kind of... Uh, jump on my Instagram now and again, and I see one of my favourite authors, um, Fable Parrot, and she is hanging out in a dingo sanctuary um, with the cutest puppies you'll ever see. And um, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a link to a, a, a new story which you can put in the show notes because it's just gone up. Um, and it's in the, it was in the age over the weekend. And Fable's been um, volunteering at a dingo sanctuary for months now um and we've got this wonderful story of uh her falling in love with these puppies and how uh she just went to go and see cute puppies but then she fell in love with the kind of um uh incredible nature of, of dingoes australian dingoes alpine dingoes um and we got a wonderful story of uh a dingo called wandy who is now Instagram famous. Um, you can look up Wandy. Um, and Wandy was dropped from the sky as a puppy um, and what? landed in someone's backyard. Um, we're pretty sure that it was picked up by an eagle as a pup um, from a litter 
uh, and the eagle dropped it and it fell from the sky and was rescued and brought to this dingo sanctuary where one of the sweetest, most wonderful, most intelligent Australian authors working today is taking care of this dingo a couple times a week. Um, (laughs) So there's, there's a confluence there of, of, you know, this, this, this new novel that's, that's, um, you know, taking Australia by storm and um, Fable Parrot, who is this brilliant current Australian writer who's got um, uh, three novels, which you should all go and read. Um, And it also intersects really neatly with Trent Dalton's new novel, which is I was just thinking that. All Our Shimmering Skies. Yeah. I, you know, this this book isn't out yet, Joe, and we both read it, and we know it's really cool. Um, You shouldn't spoil it for anybody. No. Um, But just, like, you know... There, there could the, be something the, that gets picked almost, up by a eagle. You almost get, um, uh, you almost get it just in the title. Um, Trent's book is about gifts that fall from the sky and miracles that you know just come into our lives every day, and how special that is. And so you've got all these awesome books and authors all connecting in this one strange puppy who's gorgeous and Instagram famous, and you can. Wendy is look him beautiful. Up. I've just looked him or her up on the internet. And, oh, my God, adorable. I want a dingo right now. That's, that is that is such an incredibly joyful uh, thing that you've just woven there, Ben. I, I love it. Um, I wonder if I wonder if Fable's next uh, novel is going to be set in a dingo sanctuary. That would be cool. I hope, I hope so. so. Um, what about you, Joe? Yes. Anything brought you joy this week? Yeah, look, I I think um, what's brought me joy this week is, you know, very tentatively starting to come out of isolation. So um, uh, having some people over is amazing. I love having people over. I'd forgotten how much I love having people over. Um, And the last week or two, I think I've had people over more than I normally would because obviously you can't go to the pub and you can't go um, out for dinner. So that's been really fantastic. It's been great having people around, uh, you know, cooking for friends, uh, playing Mario Kart, having sing-alongs, um, doing all the dorky things when your friends that you've known for a million years come over to your house. That's been really great. Awesome. Yeah, that is something that I think is bringing bringing us all joy uh, gradually over the next next little while, being able to actually see people again. It's so nice. It's, it's um, fantastic. People are good. Yeah. All right. It's Aussie Australian author shout out time. Ben, who are we going to shout out to today? Oh, that is a great question. I think we should shout out Anna Downs to um, uh, born in the UK, but lives in Australia now. And she's written this debut novel uh, called The Safe Place, um, which is going to come out uh, in a couple of months time. And it is getting a huge amount of buzz um it's uh been picked up in all these different territories publishing into all these different countries around the world all simultaneously it is this um gorgeous um page turner psychological thriller thing about a live-in nanny in the south of france who is in a place mm. where there is no phone reception um no way only one way in and out and uh well some uh, pretty scary stuff going down um, uh, it looks absolutely gorgeous, and um, the buzz is already happening even months out. Um, it's called The Safe Place, and the author is Anna Downs. You can pre-order it now on our 
beautiful book website. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Ben. And thank you to both yourself and Joe for joining us today on the Daily Booktopian. And thank you to everybody who tuned in to listen. You can listen to all of our episodes for free right now on SoundCloud and iTunes. And we'll be back at the same time tomorrow with another episode of the Daily Booktopian. Until then, keep reading and please stay safe. Thank you for listening to the Booktopia podcast channel. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for free and get access to hundreds of author discussions, book analysis pieces, and more. Or, if your eyes need a workout, head to Booktopia TV on YouTube. Don't forget, for all books featured in this podcast, and for access to a whole bunch of other fun content on our blog, head to Booktopia, Australia's local bookstore, at booktopia.com.au.